In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. I'm looking over and I'm like, I forgot to hit the button. <laughs> yeah. Now we are live. Now we are live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. We're here with Hawk. We're getting into uh, you know, some ideas about the world we live in, healing, problems, love, faith, spirituality. Hawk, take it away, my friend. Okay. Yeah, we already had half an hour of talking. It's life is beautiful. Mm. You no, know, that 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 is essence of yeah my my truth about life. Life is beautiful if we allow it to be. But but it's so easy to let our chattering monkey minds get in the way, and we all get we are so. Oh, I got to remember, I got to make more money. I got to get the house. I got to get a beautiful wife like my neighbor. I got to get this and that and all, all of the things that we crave. We, right. And the cravings are just created often. They're just uh, figments of our imagination. It's, it's uh, because the, are, are they truly essential? Is it necessary? Is it necessary for me to to drive a BMW rather than the Toyota I'm driving? It's not. Really, it's what what, what we 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 overcomplicate life and just to to be here right now, like Eckhart Tolle speaks yeah. about. To be be in the moment. I'm standing here now and it's beautiful. Wintery, yeah. With my <laughs> cute little dog. And I, I can I can feel that I am here right now. I can hear the sounds of the snow under my feet. 
can see my dog looking for there are some deer around here and she wants to go and play with them in her own way <laughs> and i can sense sense the world and it's really to to be in in that and instead of being projected into the future or captured in the past with all the traumas and all the oh this happened and this happened and this happened but to be right here right now it feels pretty good it's really it, and that's you know that's what a lot of people talk about mindfulness right it's it's easy what should you be mindful of I think all that to be mindful of is if I think if you're healthy and you have your freedom, those are two of the greatest things that you can begin with. But society leans on us. Society puts this web of ideas into our mind. And I think we've been conditioned from a very young age to not be happy with who we are for some reason. I don't thoroughly understand how that works, but it does seem to be a process. What do you think? Oh, yes. I mean... We we are born with happiness. That 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 is like a birthright. Okay. If you, I I maybe I'm a monk now, but I do have three kids, so I've been blessed with seeing the process. And you know, when a, when a child comes out and they're curious and, and they're open to everything, and they're like, oh, wow, look at that! There's a, oh, the snow and there's sun and there's oh yes, and and then. And then something happens. Society strikes us, as you say. Uh, we we get bowed down by demands. You gotta be. You gotta have many likes and followers on Instagram, and you gotta have this and that, and and all of those non-essential things. They just come down on us like snow. Uh, I gotta watch myself, by the way, because there's a lot of snow here. So I don't want to be buried under. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but it's 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 we 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 are turned towards accentuating the the negative. It's like and and it seems that so many things in society, for instance, media. Take take a look at newspapers, doom and gloom. That's what they focus on. Doom and gloom all the time. And it's, it's, it's never, it's so rare that you see the media focusing on, on the beautiful moments, on all the good things that, that people do. I mean, there are so many people out there who are doing truly good things. If you have are open to, to seeing it, but they are not the ones. We, we talk about the horrible things happening: Palestine, uh, Gaza, Israel, Ukraine, always accentuating the, the bad stuff, and and not seeing. And I'm not talking about some 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 like toxic positivity. Right. People say, oh, you should always be, be happy. You should always, oh, I can't stand it. I mean, <laughs> I, I live in the world. See, it's, it's, it's a spectrum. There are, there are as, as we talked about, there are beautiful people 
there are people who are truly lighting up the world and there are what I call parasites. People are only in it for, what's it in it for me? Greed, greed, greed. I want to get more. And, and uh, I think that's, it's, it's sad also that, you know, those people tend to be lifted up. Oh, look at him, he's managed to amass right. a fortune of 20 billion, whatever. Yeah, so he's, he's got a, a huge bank account. Is that like the epitome of human accomplishment? Uh, and there should be more more impressive things you can do with your life than, than to it's, it's like yeah for instance, let's talk about elon musk right he's i mean he's he's a brilliant guy no right. doubt about it uh, and and he's done some some amazing things but but people seem to think that because he has managed to do what he's done uh, he has some guru status he should have some guru status so when he talks about for instance he talked about um, ai and awakening ai and, and we got to listen yeah we got to pause the development because elon musk said so i think elon musk has watched too many terminator movies because he's in he's so in the darkness of, of ai i mean ai can be a force a positive force they can help us a lot. Do you, think that, yeah. do you think that that's like, it seems that humankind, like we look for the strong person. On some level, there's so many people that look for a leader that want to tell them what to do. And yeah. maybe that's the default mode network of people or something, or a lot of people are scared or something. But yeah, just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at everything. But people want to be told what to do on some level, it seems like to me. I don't know. Is that true? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. You know, I I used to live in a, in a cult when the last year when I lived in in, in Sweden, I lived in a, a cult. I was considered one of the five most dangerous ones in Sweden, and that was quite interesting. Well, they they had a leader. It. Yeah, they had a leader, uh, uh, old guy, uh, eighty five or something. Uh, he came from Norway, Holstein. <laughs> And, and he was like, he couldn't he couldn't do anything wrong. If he said something that was incorrect, we're not allowed to to uh, say something about it. And I'm like, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I am so opposed to anybody telling me my truth. Right. So we, we, we did have uh, some some talks and... and uh, and we were, it was like very much, uh, you know, 1984. Uh, we were not, not allowed or not, they were not, I should say, allowed to use the word I and uh, absolute and, and lots of words that, that were not. They, they talked about this one instead of I, for instance. Mm. And, and, and I used I all the time. And <laughs> not very popular always, and I was quite in opposition. But uh, after, I, what I saw was all 
the whole system was built to create wealth and mm. security for the the leader. It was called supposed to be called a teacher. Um, his his uh, in 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 the cult is close to Jesus. Mm. Um, and I disagreed. And I saw that the way they were treating people, that was not okay. Uh, they, they were truly abusing people, among others, uh, an old elderly gentleman who lived there. He lived there for 40 years. And he had a lot of somatic problems and also psychiatric problems. And he had to work. So, so I tried telling them, you know, you got to change your ways. You can't mistreat people like this. Not, not at least not when I'm, I'm, I'm around. And they didn't listen. Uh, and I tried telling them several times. Still didn't listen. So then I decided, okay, I got to do something about it. So first I got in touch with social services and the police and, uh, and uh, his doctor. I told him what was happening. And then I went, contacted um, a newspaper called Göteborg's Posten, pretty, pretty huge newspaper. And um, they left, when, when I left the cult, I had two new journalists who was documenting and I had met them before. So it was a, a four article series in Göteborg's Posten about the cult. Mm. And you know, those, those close societies, what they hate more than anything, that is yeah. being put in the spotlight. So it's, uh, no, I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not very fond of gurus. And then we have, you have our you know, Shaman Durek, who's uh, to, about to be um, be married to our princess, Marta Luisa. He talks about be your own damn guru. You know, it's, yeah. you got to find what's in you. That is what matters. I can tell you, George, you need this and that because you know it, but you just got to remember it. And, and that is, yeah. yeah, yeah, go ahead. Only you can solve your problems. You can look to yeah. other people as a light. You can look at someone who may have been on a similar path and you can take advice, but you mm. and you alone get to control the meaning of your life. And that allows you to solve the problem. And that's both the beauty and tragedy of life is that it weighs on you. Can yeah. you do it? You can. If you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, either way, you're right. Exactly. And it's just the same as with healing. Hmm. It's, I, I, I've been told that I have warm hands. Uh, and I've been a healer since birth is what I've heard. But, but still, it's I can be an inspiration. Mm. I, I can help inspire your body to remember its amazing ability to heal itself. Yeah. When you, you have a system to fight cancer cells, you had a fit system to fight, if you just get a wound, it'll be fixed. You know, you don't have to think about it, but, but it seems that once we, we reach a certain level of, of complexity or yeah, for instance, cancer. Then, oh, you got to find something external to, to fix it. But, but it's, it's the power is in you, and and of course you you also get help from from uh, or from science. I mean, I'm not just, I'm not telling people to 
to stop using the treatments. I, I do believe that the intersection between modern science and the ancient healing arts, that is the most powerful we can have. Yeah. It's, it, we need both. It's not as uh, choose one. And uh, it's uh, the people, I, I do believe people crave somebody who can tell them. And, it's, and why do we need somebody to tell us how to, to live our lives? It's, I guess it's something about then you also have to take responsibility for your circumstances. It's, it's, it's all up to you. If, if you're miserable, if you don't adhere to, to some guru or, or something, it's on you. And of course, it does also have things to do with, with your environment. I mean, I, sure. I worked more than 20 years in social work with, with some of the most hurt people that exist in Norway. And I'm not saying that we, we aren't I don't pe- believe that kids ask for to be abused by their right. parents, for instance. It's it's not something like that. We 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 are also put in in difficult circumstances, and then we we may need well belief in something higher, whether it's Mother Gaia or God or Allah or Krishna or Yahweh or Ganesha, I think it's it's good sometimes to to sort of surrender to there there is something higher. Yeah, but you got to find it yourself. So once you are somebody pushes you to like if you're born into some uh, congregation or something and you're pushed, then then it's I don't think that's good. I think yeah. it's beneficial. You've got to be inspired yourself. Yeah, it's it's in all it's in all the myth. Like I'm a big fan of mythology, you know. And when mm-hmm. I read like the Iliad or the Odyssey or even Star Wars, you can see this idea yeah. of you know, in life you get to this point where you can't go any further, mm. and you you meet a threshold guardian or you find mm. your way on the path, but. That's part of it. Part of life is getting to a point where you fail miserably. And now what are you going to do? Right? Yeah. I hope it happens to everybody. And I hope everybody has the courage to get in the face of that thing that you despise and say, never again. I'm not doing this anymore. Damn mm. the consequences. I'm going to make this thing happen. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to do it. Because I think that mm. that's where the power lies. That's where your connection to spirituality really begins to be connected. Is this belief in yourself and faith in something bigger than you. What do you think? Mm. Oh, I, I fully agree. <laughs> <laughs> it. what, what can I say? It's, it, 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 you, and, and it was uh, a guy called Dabrowski. Mm. Uh, um, he was a Polish uh, psychologist and, uh, and psychiatrist. He talked about having to go through different psychiatric, or not psychiatric, but... Uh, crisis right. in order to to rise up uh, yeah. in in a spiritual way, uh, and I think that's that's so true. 
I mean, so, some of the, the strongest people I met are those who have faced most problems and managed to just, I'm going to claw my way up. I'm not going to be here. But they, they need, sometimes they need inspiration. Yeah. And, and I've been, yeah, we, we, we truly do. And, and I've been blessed with, you know, 22 years of social work. Some, sometimes I had the blessing of being able to stand by somebody's side and saying, you know, it's okay to be not okay, but you will get there sometime in soon. You just need to see the small changes. Just see that, okay, you're here now, you're at the bottom. And how much does it take to just get this much above the bottom? And, and often it's, you know, we, we, we talk about being trauma sensitive and there's, there's a lot of focus on, on trauma. I think it's just as much about being focused to focus on the light. Like yeah. I can, when I work with people, I say, okay, uh, your father did this, your mother this, did this. You weren't seen. Okay. Um, have you ever been in love? You're like, yeah. Okay. Well, how did it feel the first time you saw that person? And you see this, like, this light yeah. shines up. And, <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay. Yeah, good. Uh, and, and, and if they have kids, like, uh, okay, tell me about the first time you saw your child. And this is the potential within you, something I often say. This is also within you. You have all the traumas, and you can think of them like a, this big black blob, but you also have the light. You have the potential to feel good. You have been there before. You have, and you can go there again, and you can choose more of it, but it's a choice. Yeah. You have to choose your path. You can't just keep on just stumbling blindly along, going to um, in the same direction. For instance, if, if you're using drugs, you can't continue shooting up heroin and expecting to, to have a fulfilling life. Because that will be, that will destroy your life. Same as with antipsychotics. Yeah. All the other mind not being zombie drugs. That won't create a good life. You have to create a good life. And that's a responsibility. And that's, I think, to get back to your question, that is why people need a guru. They feel that they need some authority that they can place their faith in, that they can give responsibility. But the responsibility in my book resides here. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it put one one time, something along the lines of, "In life, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. But if you do what is hard, your life will be easy." And if mm. you take that time to like, con a lot of people don't like confrontation. It's uncomfortable. You can get hurt. But the truth is, life is confrontation. And if you can understand that it's not easy and that it is confrontation, and on some level, you can learn to embrace that confrontation. Mm. And there's, there's consequences. And it's hard. You, could lose, you lose people you love. You can mm. lose the things you have. 
But mm. ultimately, I think you're building your character. You're building you. So maybe those things that fall away weren't meant to last if they fall away in confrontation. You know, but that's exactly. hard for people to understand. It's very difficult to get to that point. People don't want to lose the things they have. They don't want to lose the one they love. And maybe it's just a different, it's a mind shift. I, I don't, maybe some people are born that way or they got to learn. I don't know, man. What do you think? <laughs> well, well, to use, use an example, when I first met Nasir. Nice. <laughs> when I first met her, she, she's uh, an adoptee. She's been in two families. She's been severely traumatized as far as i can see uh and she was also she's like a huge malinois uh strong like she can lift me i mean she's 34 kilos and she could lift me and uh, but when we first met i was sitting at the adoption center and um, in the kitchen and she came running in and she did a little circling and, and checked the, the perimeter and then she came over to me and I, I, I put my hand on her neck and I heard. <laughs> and I knew this, this is the defining moment. Because, you know, when, when with the Malinois, they are like the toughest dogs ever. And she could kill me easily. And she's also trained to, for protection and stuff. So, so I had to just <laughs> confront her. Put, took, took her, put her down on the floor and held her. And she tried to bite me and she tried to bite me. And then she relaxed. And then we went for a walk for an hour. And since then we've been together. And we still fight. You know, we still have the fights, but but we we had we needed to, to go through that confrontation because I had to show her I wasn't fearful of her. I was unlike most of the other people who she had met. I didn't have any fear of her hurting me. None at all. And I had to prove that to her because she, she is, was, she's used to using her strength and big teeth to control the environment. Mm -hmm. And, and, but she can't control me. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, fear is truly the mind killer. And that's what yes. we're seeing in the world today. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's something that paralyzes people and it shuts down higher cognitive function. It puts you into this idea of fight or flight. And when you when you're in this moment of fear, you're easily controllable. You're scared. You know, yep. it's it's conditioned into us. Pavlo, look think look at look at Pavlov, right? The same way he used bells and whistles. Yeah. And and just to see it in the, in the human population. Take a look at the media. Well said. See, see that's a lot of dogs. It's, uh, <laughs> well, we, and we allow it. Many, many people allow it. We, we are being, being led. We are being bamboozled. We, we are tr truly being manipulated. And those men, those who manipulate, they, they are good at the, the job. Of course. It's yeah, they're they're very good. They're great spin doctors. I think it, I find it sad that people go into this collective uh, fight or flight mode. And, and, and I mean, I'd rather be a shepherd than a sheep. 
very much so. And I don't get why so many people seem to choose to be sheep. I think they listen to the message. You know, I, I think that it happens at an early age, at least in, in the West. You know, we've, we were given the Prussian model of school where you stand and you sit in front of an authoritarian figure and you're taught to respect authority. Don't ask questions. Raise your hand. Ask for permission. And you do that to somebody for 10, 12, 15. Some kids go to college for 25 years and they haven't even been out in the world. Yeah. You know, and, and you, what do you know? You don't know anything. You've, you've essentially been pushed into this dark room and, and fed enough to keep you happy. And, and yeah, I think it's fear. I, I, I really think, you know, I, I can't, I guess I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak to me when I broke, you know, I was mm -hmm. a UPS driver for 26 years and I loved mm -hmm. it. I loved being out there and talking to people, but something happened at a point where, I realized I didn't like the way I was being treated. I didn't like the way everyone around me was being treated. And I mm. thought to myself, Hawk, how come no one's standing up? Mm. And immediately I said, how come I'm not standing up? <laughs> okay. You know, how come I'm not standing up? <laughs> yeah. You know what? And then I, then I think of Gandhi. Like if you want, be the change you want to see in the world. And as mm. soon as you do that, as soon as you become this, I think the world is talking to us. Like and if you see this problem of fear, the world's telling you to stand up. If you mm. see whatever you see in the world, the world's telling you, this is a problem. I need your help on it. Go fix it. And when you start mm. doing that, the world begins to unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. For me, it was, it was seeing all these people that were afraid. And I'm like, someone's got to stick up. Someone's got to do it. I'll do it. And with that mm. comes consequences. With that comes losing your job. With that comes losing your finances. But it's not so much losing something as it is gaining something for yourself. Yeah, you're losing mm. that old version of yourself, and now you're becoming a person that other people can rely on. You know, mm. so I don't know. Is that does that answer the question at all as to what's happening or why people might be afraid or conditioning? Uh, I, guess? I, I think that's beautiful of it, George. Uh, it's uh, to, to me to make a parallel. I, I became a monk four years ago. Okay, and and, and I love women. But but I still I'm, I'm I'm a celibate monk, and and that was a huge change, uh, mm. and it does create some tension at times. But uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but but still, it it what it does allow me is to meet people, not as sexual beings, not right. as gender and tits or whatever. It allows me to meet people, and 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 that that is really that is a blessing. It's but 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 it feel it's it feels strange at times, you know, because we live in an overly sexualized world. Yes, yes, absolutely. Every, everything is about sex, it seems, and it's. Yep. <sighs> But to, to me, it's, you know, it seems that we, we've sort of forgotten. We, we've gone into this weird thing where, where sex is, it, it's, it's just like with money. You know, money has become the target, the object itself. Yeah. You have to get money. But money is, I mean, 
it's just paper or blips in a computer. That's what money allows us to do. That is what right. what's important. And to me, it's, it's just the same with sexuality. You know, the connection between man and woman or whomever you're chosen, what path you are on, that is beautiful. But, but to make sexuality itself something like, oh, we got to have it in all the commercials and, and everything, it's all over, everywhere, that I don't get. Yeah, you know, it's it's really it's, uh, yeah, but but I I kind of <laughs> I kind of look forward to once in somewhere time in the future to to meet someone and and to to be together. But then having had this pause from from something so primal. I think that that allows me to to go into a relationship with a different mindset. I do you believe that? Yeah, I think sexual energy is creative energy, and that yeah. might that might speak to why there is such a lack of true imagination in the world. Everybody's too busy jacking off, or like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got to beat the onion. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, very true. Uh, it's, I, I see. I, I go, <laughs> I've gone through some Kundalini awakenings in my life, and 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 that that is like then then you truly feel the amazing power of of energy, life energy. You know, it's when it burns through and clears all, out all your chakras. You mm -hmm. are like. Wow, you're flowing with it. It's yeah. uh, it is amazing. It's and uh, I, I've also, as part of my own process, I've, I've done some ayahuasca and nice. mother. Yeah, that that was amazing. That yeah, was, well, tell us about the experience. How, did, if you don't mind? Yeah, it was incredible. It was the, the, to see energies to. Like I remember, I was sitting. We this was. I, I gotta add that uh, I don't recommend anybody to to do ayahuasca because it is the toughest therapy you can ever imagine. It's like being kicked in the balls and the stomach and the face at the same time. So so it's it's not something to to play around with. Uh, I did it in a sacred circle with uh, people from from the Amazon. Who are truly, you know, they were born into to working like that. So they, they're shamans and, and uh, healers. Uh, but but we were sitting in a circle, and and I closed my eyes, and I saw from there was one one person sitting there who didn't have a light coming out of their crown chakra, but all the others had a light, and it, it just came together. And it whooshed up straight up. It was so amazing. This, this light, it was like brilliant white, white, bit yellowish. It was, oh, it was so beautiful. And, and, and it, you know, it's it it truly, I, I sat and, and opened my eyes and closed my eyes. And I saw that everybody, except this one person, had this amazing light. And 
And that gave me toss, you know, to the collective unconscious and the Akashic records and, and all of that of, of us being a part of the web of life. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, yeah, it was great. But it's, it's been tough. It's, uh, as I said, uh, but it's, it's given me so, so many insights. I was, I've been given some tasks that, that I, I'm not going to talk about uh, in, in the, um, uh, the circles, um, they're, they're related to me, my my part as a warrior, um, and uh, and uh, I've you know I cried so many tears, <laughs> you know it's but 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 also it's um, I I used to have another dog than than Nessie. Uh, and he he was one of the few dogs that were allowed to to come into the circle. Uh, so so at, and, and that was something. And you no, know, you, usually when when you do ayahuasca, you purge, mm -hmm. you vomit, and I've never done it. But the one time uh, when when he was sitting beside me, he started started. <laughs> so I had to take him outside because he needed to purge. Mm -hmm. So he sort of did it for me. It was incredible. He was, uh, yeah, and, uh, it's. I think that people, what Ayahuasca does is, is it does shift us, our perspective. It shifts us into a different mode and a different frequency, mm. and uh, and that's necessary because it it opens up the possibility that this life is more than what we can see. Yeah. And it truly is. Maybe that's what gives people the courage to live their own life, is to understand that this life is more than you can see. Because a lot mm -hmm. of the times, courage comes from faith, and it, faith can come from spirituality. And at times, especially now, it seems like there's a lack of faith or spirituality at least in the west you know and when you're talking about ayahuasca you're talking about rituals you're talking about ceremonies you're talking about rites of passage and some of those seem to be absent in the western world yeah we, we are losing faith we're projecting it into faith uh, in, in our soccer teams or <laughs> totally. whatever it's yeah. it's like there, there you can find your your group but it's I don't know. It's if I think we we do need, I like one of the reasons. I'm 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 pretty tough, you know. If, if something that's part of having worked the way I have for so many years, uh, I'm pretty confident in my own abilities. And if I'm I'm in a confrontation, for instance, then then I know I can can manage it. But what gives me most Courage is that I'm not afraid to die. Mm. I know that there is more than this life. I, I'm, I'm fully aware of it. So, so I, I mean, and how can you fight someone who, who isn't afraid to die? It's, that's kind of a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, I know that a lot of people are afraid to die because of the uncertainty. And of course, that, that as you say, as losing faith, then you also lose 
the certainty of or the possibility there that there might be something more and that creates fear it's probably easier when when everybody believed everybody was either christian or muslim or, or jain or hindu or whatever then you had the the faith but um, but now we we don't it's, um, but I also think it's 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 good because it allows people to feel find their own way. Mm. No, if if you if you're led by a preacher or somebody and they they tell you something, you got to do this, you got to do that. I don't think that's a good way to live life either. I think it's uh, we should find our own path. Yeah, I'm reminded of the. Uh... The Grail quest by King Arthur in mythology, and they would. There was a certain quest where they were sitting down to this magnificent dinner, and the Grail appeared before them, and they said, "Let's go have it. Let's go. This is a sign. We should go look for the Grail." And so they all go into the forest, but each knight enters the forest at the darkest place for them, where there's no pathway cut. Right, and in some ways, that's finding your own faith. It's going into the darkest part and conquering it, and understanding that. It's you. You yeah. are there. There's people that love you and there's people that will help you. But you and you alone have the ability to give your life meaning. And that's faith. Yeah. And exactly. Exactly. you you got to find your own meaning. I, mm -hmm. ca I can't tell you. You can. You, and and I'm, not, uh, I'm not saying that you can't be inspired. I mean, I read. Sure. I started reading the Bible when I was four. And. Mm -hmm. And I read a lot of the, the holy scriptures and books, and a lot of, and I, and I've been very much inspired by Neil Donald Walsh, for instance, mm -hmm. uh, whom I had. Um, I'm in this group he has where we have weekly weekly uh, Zoom calls. You know, there are so many people you can be inspired by. But once, if they start telling you this is how you should live your life. Mm -hmm. Then it's important, I think, to take a step back and say, "Okay, this is. I think that is how you should live your life. <laughs> that I am allowed to choose differently." Yeah. Yeah, it's, I agree. That's. that's uh, I soon. Got, I gotta get ready to. I'm. I'm gonna go to my. I'm a member of the spiritualist church in in, in Norway. I'm gonna drive to Oslo to to do some healing fantastic well Hawk I, yeah. I, I thank you I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation and I, I love learning and listening and getting to hang out with really interesting people for some time and I, I'm thankful for your time so yeah but, I, I got I yeah. got add one thing yeah one please. thing that has been been my best support you know um, I I'm a musician uh, that's why I use my, it's my artist's name, I'm ancient. To music, that has been my savior. You know, in, in so many ways, I started learning music when I was five, I think. Uh, um, uh, then, then that, I've got a question there. Let's see. Yeah. He <laughs> uh, says, he says yeah. can you? Can you ask Hawk to speak on the power of ancestral archetypes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't um, think you got time for that. 
I I am in 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 the that that was what I really I didn't really want to talk about it, but but I can anyway. <laughs> uh, when 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 I was in in the Ayaska ceremony, then then I met some of the the archetypes. No, I met the the Amazon warrior. I met the mother. I met the crone. I met the father. I I met a lot of those. And, and and it was so strong and it was really I know there were people who who were they they were they looked like their archetypes but then they 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 changed into it fully and it was so so amazing we did this dance we were dancing and 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 to you no know, I think it's so important for for everybody to to see who who am I? I mean, Jung's archetypes, they they are amazing tools for self discovery. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 truly, they 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 speak loudly, and and, and also, but also to see that we can change. Uh, you you can be a a warrior, for instance. And, and but but then you can you can shift your alignment and and go into okay no I want to to be more of a mother no I want to to bring out my my nurturing side like it's just like when I talk with a dog I talk in a different way than when I talk with sure. a daughter uh, you know and and to, to truly use those that tool to shift. And and it's it's yeah I, I love Jung uh, I, I have some I have some some really like August Jung um, Wilhelm Reich it's amazing um, and there are so many people you can can learn from and and also to uh, I I am a holistic healer uh, in in certified in Norway and and what we what we do is we channel are helpless. We we do our best to be become an open vessel uh, for, and and those are who who challenge that they are often archetypes. They, I I have my mother uh, who passed uh, some years ago, but I also have others who who are like behind me and helping me. Yeah, and and when you because there's something so pure about archetypes, so clean cut. And and that is something I think we all can learn from. How can you how can you develop whatever you want to be? Do you want to be a warrior? Do you want to be a mother? Do you want to be a lover? Do you want to be a fool? Uh, you know, understand? You, yeah. you all have all this potentiality. What do you want to be? What do you want to be today? Yeah. Today I build a healer. That's my choice. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. It's I awesome. Hope, uh, <laughs> I, I think hope it that does. answered your your question, Magic Michael. Where where can people find you? Like I know I put some links down below in the show notes, but yeah, uh, is well, there a specific spot you want people to go to? Well, LinkedIn is my my main main. Uh, I I am all over. Nice. Uh, I'm all over if you search for M Ancient or my full name. But you can go to mancient.com. 
uh, or an ancient dot one. Uh, those are like two two of my sites, uh, and then you find contact information for. Uh, I do have a huge network on various services. So, but find me on mostly Spotify, Apple Music, and ancient. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate your time today. I'll send you copies of all this, and uh, okay, I'll hang up with the people here. I'll let you get to doing what you do best. I appreciate your time. I hope you have a beautiful day. You too. Okay. Hi, brother. Okay. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true, but you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision and I hope you all conquer it and I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better, your life will be better and you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.